The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on 1500 AM, the day after a Washington football team game. And anytime you get your uh, fine five, uh, podcast, just download it so you can listen to us at any time. He's Kevin Stanford. I'm Claude Jennings coming to you at the moment recording from my son's room because it's the only room in the house that's safe for me right now. And I've got the, uh, te- I won't even go into why that's the case, but I've got his television on uh, currently the Green Bay Packers and the Cincinnati Bengals, two teams who refuse to make a field goal to end the game and to get a win. And so they're currently in over. Overtime. Uh, speaking of uh, teams and winning, the Washington football team uh, falls to the uh, New Orleans Saints uh, to go to two and three on the season. Saints go to three and two in a very interesting game. Here, there are two words, Kevin, that I would use to sum up this game and to sum up um, both teams' play. Actually, there's four words, and, and and the first two words that would sum up this game and and the way both teams played would be uh, James. It's Winston. Like it was a microcosm of how he plays turnovers, touchdowns, disappointment, glory. You're screaming at him because you because because you hate what he just did. Then you're screaming because you love what he just did. And then the <laughs> other two words that I would use to describe this game, if I couldn't use Jameis Winston and I had to use another two words uh, to de- describe how both teams played, it would be Taylor Heineke because they were times <laughs> where you just love what he did and you're cheering for him. Then you're screaming in disappointment and then you're wondering what in the world is going on. So these two guys are the same player. They're the same. I mean, I think one may have more natural yeah, talent. Yeah, yeah. The other one, one has more natural talent. I think Jameis has more natural talent, but I think I think Heineke has more heart. And I, and, and if I had to go into a game with one of the guys, I would go with Heineke because I can, I'll take heart any day. You know what I mean? I'll take heart and hustle any day. Um, but they're the same type of player. And I, st- and I stand beside what I said uh, 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 last year uh, uh, after they lost to Tampa Bay in the playoffs and all this season and all season, Taylor Heineke, poor man's Tony Romo, poor yeah, man's man. Tony Romo. As long as he's the quarterback of this team, you're going to be in tight games and he's going to win some tight ones for you. And then he's going to lose some tight ones for you, but you're always going to be in. Unless it's Buffalo when you get blown out. But for the most part, you're going to be you're going to be in the game. You know, I got to agree with you on that, on, on your assessment. It, it was like when I was on Twitter at Stanfield Cabin, by the way, he's at Claude J Radio. But when I was on Twitter, it was like I had just tweeted out, go, honey, go. <laughs> and by the time I sat down, I had to pick up the phone and tweet, no, honey, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because the decision making, but 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 one, I'll get back to this. But no, I have to say this: the one, the pick that he threw when they were deep in their own territory, deep in the end zone, and he was waiting and waiting and waiting. Whenever you play football, anybody from little league on, they always tell a receiver: if your quarterback is in trouble, go back towards him, mm-hmm. give him a target. And That's they right. were just standing out there. That mm-hmm. is coaching. That yeah. is, is yep. it's just reminding the guys of their fundamental skills and responsibilities. And no, and they showed the the sky cam of showing all the receivers' routes. None 
none of them came back toward the quarterback. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of them just stood there. They just stood there waiting, waiting I guess, waiting for Hunter to, to do something. Right. And, that, and that's right. fundamental football. But Jameis Winston had a a, a, a bad game today. And he still did. Through, and through four <laughs> touchdown passes right. after having a bad game. But I saw something, and there was one exchange um, – I think it was like third and 16, and, and Winston tried to scramble at the last minute. He tried to dump the ball off. Now, it turns out it was a penalty on the play, but you saw him like going after his tight end because he thought the tight end was going to be at one spot. The tight end moved, and the tight end was kind of confused and why mm-hmm. he was yelling at him like that. But Sean Payton did what a coach should do at that point. He got involved. And mm-hmm. after Winston chewed out this tight end, he called, he jumped in Jameis Winston's face. And I'm not a professional lead, lip reader, mm-hmm. but they were doing it in slow motion. And I saw him say, you're blowing it. Ooh, <laughs> you know, okay. He, and, mm-hmm. and Winston was puzzled. He obviously did not expect to be chewed out when he came to the sideline. But Sean right. Payton, because you don't do that. You don't show right. up your teammate. You bring it to the sideline and then talk about it. But you don't uh, show up the, uh, your teammate out in the middle of the field like that. And right. Sean Payton reminded him. He said, look, you're being Jameis Winston. Now you mm-hmm. need to stop mm-hmm. it. Right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. after that, he, he calmed down. He settled down. He let his uh, game speak for itself. But but that's the difference in in coaching up. Uh, a quarterback when you're Sean Payton and then coaching him up when you're Ron Rivera. And there was another key <laughs> moment in the game. I don't want to like dominate the key moment in the game to Please me. Mm-hmm. It was um, fourth and 10. Mm-hmm. And it would have amounted to like a 53 yard field goal. Right. Which is mm-hmm. makeable by, by most standards in this league. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. even, you know, if, you know, if the guy doesn't, you expect him to be close on a 53-yarder. He elected to go for it. Mm-hmm. And, and the camera went <laughs> the camera went to the poor field goal kicker on, on, on the sideline, and he was sitting on the bench by himself talking to himself. Because <laughs> there was you no know? one to talk to. <laughs> right, right. Man. Nobody wanted to talk, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, number one, you shot this kid. His confidence right right there, right? You know, because you get you said you'd rather go for the fourth and ten and give me a shot and they ended right. up not making it. You know, mm-hmm. and what does that tell your team about right. about your field goal kicker? You know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I'm I'm saying like like it was a tale of two quarterbacks, but also it was the tale of two coaching philosophies. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and one was try to make your team better, and the other one seemed to see, well, wait and let's see what happens. You know, right. and, and right. there was the you know, the Sean Payton, this Ron Rivera. Right. Well, and not only that, I mean, when you talk about uh, even maybe a, a tale of two organizations, I mean, let's take a look at the fact that when you look at the organization and the quarterbacks, um, you know, Jameis Winston isn't a guy that just brought and said, well, well, maybe we'll have him replace Drew Brees. He was here a year. He was there a year yeah. ago yeah. And, yeah. and sat behind and learned and watched and had to rehabilitate himself and stuff like that. Uh, but then you go to the Washington football team and, you know, you, 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 you're trying to figure things out for the for what seemed to be in the last six years. <laughs> Well, well, really, yeah, since culture. since 2012, well, 2013, I guess, since that season, you're trying to figure things out because it was clear that the RG3 thing wasn't going to work out. You fumbled everything with Kirk Cousins and getting him signed to what could be even a short-term deal uh, for a few years while you see if he's the guy, but at least get him locked up to where he's content. And then you move on, and then, you, you, you know, you've got Haskins, and we're not sure what's going on there. Then you got this whole situation, and you get Heineke from last year. And even during the offseason, to not even make a commitment to Heineke or – it, it, like you just see how organizationally 
they just fumble things like yeah. this, right? Where the Saints yeah. just yeah. don't. I mean, and sure, the Saints in the offseason had the situation where, where, you know, will it be Winston or will it be Taysom Hill? I think everybody knew that it would be, it would be you know, Winston because, I mean, he's he, when you think about your every down quarterback, that he, he's got the talent for that, and, and, and it don't seem like Taysom's that guy. Um, but, you know, out of, for years of being there and working behind Breeze, you give Taysom a shot, right? And so that makes right, sense. Right. And then once they went with Jameis, they went with Jameis. Not the same here. Oh, well, let's bring in uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. And it's like, what? <laughs> no, like, that's the golfer. We... That's the golfer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. You Ryan, were Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's you my point. Bring Matthew in, too. Why not? Yeah, bring, you know? Let's see what can happen. But here's yeah. the thing. It's like, why do we have two backup quarterbacks on the roster and not a starter? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the philosophy. But anyway, but you, yeah, you, I mean, you talk about tells the two quarterbacks, tells the two coaches, and I think tells of two organizations. I, I mean, it's just, it's just obvious, you know, um, you know, when you look at it. And by the way, I'm a fan of Heineke. I like Heineke. I think you commit to him. I think you let him know he, he's the guy. You try to build around him because he makes plays. He, he, he's he got heart and he makes plays. And and, and I'm just going to be honest with our fan base here on the Federal Football Report. I And it could be the soft spot in my heart that I have for Tony Romo because I have one for him. I, he reminds me of Romo. Do you see any? Do you, are you? Cause I don't know if you saw that with me when I when I first said that last year. Are you starting to see a little Romo Romoy in Taylor Heineke <laughs> at all? Is he yeah. a little Romoy to you? He's a little Romoy, but the problem is we don't have anybody who's a little Desi on on, on the team, right? <laughs> or a little Whitney that that he can work with, right? You know that that's it. I mean. Uh, for uh, for some reason, well, I mean, Terry uh, uh, McLaurin is a great player, but you mm-hmm. can't be the only guy you throw to, right? You right. know, and right. and he was going up against an All Pro and uh, and Marcus uh, Lattimore today, Marshawn Lattimore, one of the Lattimores, right? You know, two, two guys, a, uh, two Ohio State guys, right? <laughs> yeah, there used to be a a Lattimore in the in the uh, in the seventies, a soul singer named Lattimore. You know, one name dude, Lattimore. <laughs> you know, had the had the process long process here, like Barry White. You know. <laughs> Was Lattimore. I remember him having one song called "Let's Straighten It Out." Oh, but you now, know, he, he wasn't now, deep like Barry. But, but speaking of R and B singers, yeah. speaking of our male R and B singers that are really smooth, you guys can't see Kevin right now, but he's got this this button down shirt. I feel like the top three buttons aren't buttoned, and he's got this gold chain, this gold chain around it. He looks like an R and B singer. Looks real smooth. This looks real oh, yeah. smooth, and I'm not oh, mad yeah. at this look at all, bro. I'm I appreciate not mad at it. it at all. I appreciate the fact that your camera quality might not be so great to see this shirt. It's not iron, and I would not leave the house with. But uh, <laughs> we all do the video uh, post game show one day. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I, if the game the game was 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 I guess indicative of where these teams really are. Both teams started out; they came in at two and two, but mm-hmm. these were two entirely different two and two teams. If there were some positives that you can bring out of it, uh, the defense uh, seemed to come alive a little bit if if mm-hmm. you were the front four in particular mm-hmm. um uh, uh Chase Young forced a fumble. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he intended to do it or not, but he touched the guy. <laughs> but and he hasn't been touching the guy, so I he think that's progress. The guy. <laughs> he, he has not. I mean, he's not doing it. I've been watching carefully. He's not doing the Fred Astaire anymore. He's making contact with his man before he makes <laughs> his move. So he's. I don't know if it's because of what we've been saying or whatever. Maybe, like those vicious maybe. tweets or whatever. But something mm-hmm. has changed. So let's look at it as a positive. The the bad part of the defense is it's 
still our defense. You know, they, they, they gave up. They gave up a hail mary at the end of the first half, and while yeah. the ball was in yeah. the air, there was yeah. no doubt in my mind <laughs> they were going to yeah. catch it. You know, yeah. that's well, the strange so thing. One thing about this hail mary, uh, and it just—it was like I had an epiphany when I saw this. Is so many teams wait till the receivers get down in the end zone. And then they just, and the quarterbacks just launched the ball and it's just a jump ball. This was different. He didn't wait. He threw the ball while they were still running towards the end zone. Yes. And the receivers are used to making plays that way. And, 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 and there were maybe three or four guys that I felt could have made a play on that ball for, for the saints. Um, and I'm looking like, that's the way you should do a Hail Mary. Don't wait till everyone gets down there. They all turn back to you and then you throw it because then the cornerbacks and the safeties can make a play on it. Right. Let them right. run down and then throw it the, while they're still running down because the receivers are used to making a play on the ball that way. It, right. was, even, it was a thing of beauty, fight. to be honest with you. He didn't have to fight for the ball. He hit him in the chest with it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was I'm the most thinking, ridiculous thing I've seen in a long yeah, time. I was thinking my boy St. Juicy was on the coverage, right? You know, which <laughs> enabled me to, to that is your my latest, right? You know, St. Juicy couldn't cover a golf club with a golf club cover. Right. I, mean, <laughs> right. I don't understand it. I really, really, really don't understand it. Yeah, well, there you go, guys. It's the Federal Football Report, Federal News Network, uh, 1500 AM, and anywhere where you get your fine podcast. Talking about the uh, Washington football team uh, falling to two and three. Again, there's so much to get to uh, when you get to this game. Um, but uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about the defense um, because here's one thing, and I know you watched the game with the sound off. Um, yes. But the commentators uh, said something similar to what we've been saying all all year, that the front four, you know, that if you, if you just go by numbers and sacks and stuff like that, haven't really been productive on the scale that we thought they would be. But they have been getting a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. They just haven't, they just haven't been getting home. And right, this right. game, like you said, was an improvement. But have you been you've been noticing that, right? Like, I mean, they have been getting pressure. They have been causing causing a little bit of chaos. They I, I feel like the opposing teams rush to get the ball out the quarterback's hands because they because I mean they're being disruptive. They're just not it's just not making a difference. And and being disruptive, it doesn't seem like they're making the other team change anything i mean right okay it's like everything is accounted for like you know these guys are going to do this so i'm going to go here with the ball but it's it's rare that you see someone knocked knocked out of position or or the quarterback like you a, a lineman pushed back into the quarterback so that the quarterback has to change position the quarterbacks have been too comfortable let's mm-hmm. put it this way mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. uh you know they haven't been banged you know and uh, granted the the, the rules that are in place, the roughing the passer rules, especially the ones in place for Chase Young, it, it, mm-hmm. it prevents the quarterback from being damaged like he used to be. But there's not enough chaos up front. And when you don't have the chaos with the rules in the defensive uh, in the secondary that are designed to uh, to uh, create more offense, you can't touch the receiver after after five yards. You can't hit the receiver after he catches, but you gotta let him catch the ball and protect himself. Uh, 
you know, this be sound old. In my day, you could hit, you could, it, it was like football was combined with pro wrestler. You could hit the receiver with a folding chair. <laughs> if you wanted to, right? You know, as long as, now you can't even use harsh language, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, you'd be called for taunting if you do. Yeah, you can't even yeah, how about that? So even with all that, it's easy for, I mean, you just can't make it, but so easy for, for the uh, offense. And, and this, you know, I don't know what kind of indication the Saints were of this, but this is, you know, <laughs> it seems like they should have just beaten the Saints just unmercifully. It well, seems see, like the game the should have been close. You know, when, when you go into halftime and it was 20 to 13 because of the Hail Mary, you look at the stat lines. And there's no way in the world you think the Washington football team is, is, is isn't up by at least 13 points. I mean, time of possession, they're killing total yards. I mean, all and, and turnovers. And you're thinking, okay, they must be up by 13. No, they're down by seven. <laughs> and, 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 they, and, and, but even then there wasn't a point until uh, I think it was Alvin Kamara got a first down with maybe four minutes left in the fourth quarter, Washington football team down by 11, where I thought, Okay, yeah, this game's out. They're not going to be able to come back from this. There was never a point where I thought they weren't in control, couldn't just come back and score, stop them, score again. Uh, And they just didn't. I mean, it's like it's like you're watching a team with so much potential, and they're just not for whatever reason. And and like we said, when you when you when you've got the talent, and for years, anyone who listens to the show know, you know, for years we said we needed a want to coach, someone to coach to, yes. to coach the players yes. to just give some effort. And that's not the case anymore. And so we don't need the want to. We've got the heart. We've got Heineke. He's got the heart. Um, and then we've got talent all over the place. It's coaching. It's coaching. <laughs> it's coaching. Yeah. It's, I I mean, I'm, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm never going to let Riverboat Ron off the hook for last year for the first three to four weeks saying, well, winning the game wasn't really our top priority this week. There were other things we were looking at. I can't, I can't let you go because there's something about that mindset. That's weird. Number one, when you're in, when you're in, when your profession is to win against the other opponent, but then there's something about that, that seeps down into the psyche and and the culture and the aura of the team. And I'm just like, do these get guys get that we're tr- we're not just trying to play well and figure things out and and not care whether we win? We're trying to win. That, like the point is to win. Is, is that yes, by by any means necessary, which mm-hmm. is, is which is causing the problem. And so often, jumping back to the defense for a second, it seems like once a game that the other team will score, and not only will they score, they'll score with ease. I mean, the receiver will be wide mm-hmm. open, wide right? Open. You know, wide, wide open. open, like mm-hmm. no, not contested at all. Not mm-hmm. even like like it was a good coverage, good pass, put it on a place <laughs> where receiver could catch it. No, none of that is. Wow, he's wide open. <laughs> <laughs> right. And if it wasn't for the New York Giants, it would have been, <laughs> you know, that would have right. been, he was wide, wide open and dropped the ball with mm-hmm. a bad pass that, you know, that, that was the only controversy in that. Was it a bad pass? Was it a catchable ball? But right. it, 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 you can't be confused at this point. What is happening? Are they, are they doing exactly what the coach is telling them to do? And then somebody ends up wide open. Is it a flaw in the defense? <laughs> or do these guys just bums? I was in a Twitter <laughs> argument during the game. <laughs> right. You always get in these Twitter arguments. I don't what was this one about? I would say, uh, uh, that when you're playing the first pass, um, the, the touchdown that it looked like, um, why is his name escaping me? Number 26 out of New York, the safety. Um, um, oh, Landon, Landon Collins. Collins. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I said, 
you know, if you're playing like a three deep zone, make sure that you're playing at least one of those three deep. Right. <laughs> you know, and, right. and then somebody you know responded, "Well, it was his fault. He was out of position." I said, "Man, this is coaching. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you can't you can't tell a player where to be in the, in the particular play." The guy responds back, "Coach, you got nothing to do with it, right?" I said, "Oh, you know what? You might be right because the coach is supposed to tell him his position. Maybe it's a lack of coaching. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Maybe coaching is not the problem. It's the lack thereof." <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, it's just I mean, you know, but, but because here's the thing, and this is one thing we got to realize because you got so many people in, in, in who are you know armchair coaches and, you know, yeah. sit on the couch eating Doritos and watching the game. And they yell things out like, catch the ball. you got to <laughs> tackle him. Like the players don't know that. Again, these these are the elite. These are the elite players at this game. You know, they're not right. Boys Cup players like me, you know, high school players right. like others in college. No, they're the elite of the elite. They are That's things right. that they know. But you still need coaches. Why? Because there's technique. There's placement. There's things that guys may just not remember that these coaches have to have to let them. And, and, and schemes and how we do things. And so, listen, <laughs> people can judge Landon Collins all they want to. He's not a bum, okay? He knows how to play the game. He's good. He's really good. There was a time when people in this city were excited that they signed Landon Collins. Yes, not because yes. he was a bum, but because we saw what he could do and said he could bring some of that there. It's it's not him. It's not him. We look for, hey, look. We look for low-hanging fruit, and, and he's the low-hanging <laughs> fruit, but it's not him. You Worst case scenario. As, as, as fans, and, I, and I'll get off on this. As fans, no, this may seem this may seem this may seem this may seem weird to fans listening, but to fans, we can't tangibly see for the most part, the effects of bad coaching. You know what I mean? Like, we can see a player getting beat, or why is this happening, why is that? But it's like, well, the scheme did that, or confusion as far as what the scheme is, and 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 complex uh, 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 language and stuff like that. Like, we can see that, but when it comes down to, like, some of the stuff with coaching, like, we don't see the effects of bad coaching, or lack of coaching, as you would put it. Go ahead. Well, no, I, I was just trying to add... Uh... Add to what you were saying, and so even the worst case scenario, let's say Landon Collins uh, uh, got hold of some bad kiwi fruit or something, and he's <laughs> he's just not playing up to the coach's specif- specifications. Why not put another player in <laughs> if, mm-hmm, if Landon mm-hmm, Collins mm-hmm. isn't doing what you said, what you sent him out there to do? If mm-hmm. he is not fulfilling his obligation, if he is not following his assignment, if he's freelancing, if he just can't do it. He's going to stay out there as long as it takes yeah. <laughs> until you send someone else out there mm-hmm. to replace him. If mm-hmm. you're a co- if we can see it, if you really think, uh, and I'm continuing my argument because I know that he's a listener, right? Who doesn't <laughs> listen to this show? If if you're convinced that Landon Collins isn't good enough to be out there, and you leave him out there, that's still coaching. That's still that's coaching. Still coaching. Yep. Either way you or get around to it. <laughs> right. Any way you get around to it, right, it's right, coaching. Right. If you're not putting your best players on the field, that's coaching or lack thereof. Uh, there you have it, folks. Federal Football Report, <laughs> Federal News Network. Just like that, 20 minutes gone in the show already. we got to wow. take a quick break. When we come back, we'll come back with America's favorite segment. Uh, the one good thing that the Trump administration left us with is this segment, fake news or not. And it's coming up after this commercial break <laughs> on Federal News, on uh, Federal Football uh, Report, on Federal News Network, and anywhere you get your fine podcasts. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist 
will make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code, and who enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. We don't want you on our team. You're too slow and fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day. You're not the right fit for this job. Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. If you're talking, they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Welcome back to the People's Show, Federal Football Report on Federal News Network and anywhere you get your fine podcasts. The day after the game, turn on 1500 AM and you hear us on the radio waves uh, here in the DMV, federalnewsnetwork.com if you want to hear it online. Or, or again, just download and subscribe to the show and you'll be able to listen to us every time there's a new show posted. All right, Kevin, it's time for America's Favorite Segment. It's time for... Big News or not. That's right. Fake news or not. I've got three short phrases coming out of uh, D.C. Kevin lets us know whether it's fake news or not. We couldn't come up with a real fancy name for the segment, so we just called it what it was. Fake news right. or not. Uh, first statement. Not, 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 not. We're waiting for the defense to wake up. Let's stop waiting. They woke. They just can't play. Fake news or not. <laughs> fake news or not. <laughs> Oh, God, that is so close. That is so close because <laughs> if you say they can't play, that means it's all, it's, there's no hope and it's all on uh, uh, Heineke's shoulders. But So I'm going to say that that's fake news. I'm going to okay. say that, okay. that it's a matter of, of looking at what you got, being able to look at what you got and creating a system that, that they can play under, that they understand, that they 
people say buy into if if if, if it makes sense they'll, they'll buy into it <laughs> you know if it stops the other team they'll buy into it if they do what they're supposed to do and it works they'll buy into it so i don't you know enough of this buy into the stuff just go straight man to man defense and see what happens you know right. and then you'll know who can't play Right. <laughs> you'll, yeah, yeah, you'll know because yeah. he'll get targeted. They'll throw at him. And then you, you still remember uh, the Monday night game where uh, Bashad Be- uh, I was thinking about this game earlier today when, when I saw uh, Lattimore following uh, Terry McLuhan all over the field. Mm-hmm. You remember a couple of, uh, the back in the mm-hmm, uh, rhymes with uh, uh, Hayes Tootin, rhymes with that. I don't want to say his name. <laughs> but during that era, was that Wayman? Was it? Yeah, that was him when uh, it was a Monday night game against the Steelers with Antonio Brown, and uh, we had Josh Norman, a big high-priced free agent, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and they just ate Rashad Breeland up because they sent Antonio Brown to the other side of the field, mm-hmm. and then uh, they said after the game, well, did, did uh, why didn't you uh? Why didn't you cover uh, Antonio Brown? They said, "Well, I don't, I don't travel. I, you know, I stay on the right. side of the field. <laughs> you don't travel. Much money is we paying you? Exactly. Yeah, you know? you, you should. And by the way, that game sticks in my mind because when Antonio Brown scored his first touchdown on that game, he went to the corner end zone and started twerking. And my son was watching that game. And now every time he does something good in sports, whether it's the basketball into the hoop or whether he scores a touchdown, and he scored twenty six touchdowns his first year of flag football, he does the whole twerk thing. And it's like you got." Uh, Stop doing that. Yeah, like, yeah stop, stop it. Yeah, stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it. You know, yeah. Antonio, I blame you, right? You know, mm, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Tell, tell them to go back to Hey Moms, uh, Hi Mom, all that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So if if the defense can make those adjustments, and I, 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 I said all that to say, even when that happened and Breland just got eaten alive, he just does what a good cornerback does, and he puts it in his back pocket and just forgets about it and gets better and better and better and better as time went along. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that after a bad game, you've, you've seen the, you know, the defensive line has improved. Uh, linebackers, except for the, the uh, interception by Holcomb, which actually was a fluke because uh, Winston was hit as he released the ball. That's why the ball mm-hmm. floated like that. The, the linebackers were sort of non-existent. I don't even know who the third linebacker was today. I know it was Holcomb and um, – and Davis and mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna go back and look at the film, but uh, <laughs> secondary, I mean, maybe they played five uh, five deep. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's they, the next group. question that I have for fake news, and that well, one oh, of the questions uh, are fake news. Okay, well, I'm gonna say the first one was yeah. fake news. The first one was definitely fake okay, news. Good, uh, they, good, but good. they're gonna get better. They're gonna get better. By the way, at that's the time right. we're watching, at the time we're recording this, uh, I've got the Dallas Giants game on, and it looks like Saquon Barkley he stepped on Jordan Lewis's foot as he was trying to, as he was going out for a pass and he limped off and it looked like a pretty bad sprain. Uh, oh, no. So yeah, we'll see what happens there. And Tavon uh, Diggs almost got another interception. Uh, I do not like the, the number change. Cause you can't tell. I just looked up and, and like, he's hurt as well. What's it? You, you wonder why the court, you wonder why the quarterback is playing cornerback. Uh, yeah. 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 What it's like boys is... club again, where, where it's like boys club again, where you play both sides of the, <laughs> I, I don't understand where they tried to figure it would save money by just having one number on the Jersey or something. I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. All right. No. So the, First one is definitely fake news. Okay, so that's fake news. All right, time for fake news or not. Question number two, we talked about overpriced free agents. We'll argue whether he's overpriced or not, but Curtis Samuel, time to move on from him. Is that fake news or not? I think that's fake news. I think what it's time to do is, is shelve him, let him get completely healthy because – 
if, if the injury he has, if it's a groin or, or any type of that lower body injury that where a man's uh, most important weapons are his speed, his agility, you, you just, he's not going to play confidently. So, uh, and, and you can't, if you play, if you're not playing a hundred, I mean, you, you can play with your body being less than a hundred percent, but if you're not a hundred percent confident in what you mm-hmm. can do, you, you, that brings you down to mortal man, you know, and there's no right. point because you risk being hurt again. So I, I, I'm not saying that he was a bust or a waste of money, but you, you, you can't, you, you can't try to squeeze your money out of him now. You're just mm-hmm. going to make it right. worse. So, yeah. and with the, <laughs> you know, and with the trials and tribulations, the training staff are having out there, they're probably getting a rough time having, getting painkillers in Ashburn right about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, it seems like, it seems like the trainers, <laughs> everyone who they're not supposed to give them to, they're giving them to, and the ones they're supposed to give them to, they're not helping. Yeah. Yeah. So just sit them down for a while. Get them brother, a couple, a couple of Tylenol trees. Remember the dentist used to give you the, the the big Tylenols, right? And just let let him sit for a while. It's not a bust yet, but let's not let's not break him, right? Okay, so well, that's fake news. Yeah. There you go. There, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, it's fake news, definitely. Uh, but I will say this: um, you know, sometimes you got to cut your loss quickly. I don't. I don't. I, this this has the um, this just has the aroma of signing a guy, having high hopes, and it just never really works out. Sometimes you got to cut those losses quicker than you think you need to. I mean, look at what the Cowboys did earlier this week with Jalen Smith and look at what, you know, the the, the Patriots did with their all-pro cornerback. You know, there are things that go on and you're just thinking future-wise and what's you know, we'll let them go, and it is what it is. Yes, uh, I hope yes. they can get somewhere. Hey, uh, fake news and I question number three. Uh, <laughs> we know the linebackers are an issue. But it's possible the secondary is a bigger issue than even the linebackers. Fake news or not? I'm going to say that's fake news. Even even as hard as I am on people like like St. Juicy, like you know, I don't say things like St. Juicy couldn't cover my boat with a boat cover, you know. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> on my grill with a grill cover. At Home Depot. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but you know, so much of what the secondary does is 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 dependent on the position that they're put in, mm-hmm. and and the pressure from up front because they're out there on the island and they can't cover the cover the receivers forever, and all the rules uh, are in place to the advantage of the offense and it's much easier for the offensive guy because he knows where he's going and and the guy and the defender doesn't so he can stay with him for so long and like you said these guys are the best of the best right so they can you know they they only have a limited during any play, they only have a limited time they could cover the guy unless you're one of the extraordinary uh cornerbacks in the league. So I think once the pass rush thing improves that's going to make it better for the secondary because they won't be out there on that island so long Mm -hmm. and and i just think you got to hang in there with them because one will make the other better Mm -hmm. the coverage better coverage will give the pass rushers an edge because the quarterback can't release the ball quickly Mm -hmm. better pass rush will give the secondary an edge because he the the receiver won't have that much time to run right up wide open. So I'm saying that's fake news as well. I think it was three fake news as we had today. Yeah, so, check that yeah, out. yeah, yeah. So that's we gotta stop spreading the, the fake news and come to the federal football report for the real news. Because that's all that was all fake news. All fake that was, news. That was all fake news here on the federal report. By the way, uh, as I watched the uh Cowboys and Giants game develop and uh they just showed a, a picture of um of uh, uh uh man what's the guy uh Saquon Barkley's ankle 
and his ankle so swollen. St. Juicy could cover that. I mean, oh it's no, swollen so big. Yeah, St. Ju- Juicy could oh, no. cover oh, that no. if if he wanted to. Uh, so was Ron, it- I feel sorry. But, you know, I don't really feel sorry for him because he's getting paid, but. You know, nobody <laughs> wants to get hurt, but come on, right? Gracious, that's the gracious. thing. You 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 want you want you want guys to be able to play, especially even if they play for uh, the team that you know that that that's one of your rivals or one that you come up against, because you want to be able to play against them. But you know, I've never been the type of person that's like excited to see another player go down. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not that type of a um a right, fan. Like right. I, you know, not not happy when Dak Prescott got hurt, not happy, you know, when Saquon hurt. Like no, we want them to play. We just want to beat them. You know what I mean? Want them in there. Uh speaking of teams you got to play, uh the Washington football team has Kansas City coming to town next week, uh Sunday, October 17th. Uh Kevin, that's no short uh order for for at least the defense. I mean, Kansas City's defense hasn't been, you know, gangbusters or anything like that, but their offense, you know, we know how good they can get, uh, they can be. In this segment, uh, as we as we get ready to close out, what do you think are some of the keys to this team? Um, and, and and I'm not one of, the, one of the folks who say to at least make it, uh, now, now Saquon's got his ankle wrapped and he's being carted off the field. Um, you, it's, it's, I'm not one of those guys who says to at least make it competitive. No, no, no. To win the game. We don't go into a game saying, you know, what can we do to at least be competitive? No. What do we do here to win this game? What can the football team do? Well, the first thing they have to do is find somebody to co-host the post-game show with you because I'll be headed uh, to the airport to get ready to take a flight Ooh. to uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. But, so we might have to do the post-game show, uh, uh, another one of our famous uh, remote post-game shows. I mean, mm-hmm. we did it in the national version. <laughs> now we got to do the uh, the wild and crazy Vegas uh, version, the uh, when the show By the way, is done I love Vegas. Las Vegas. I it, love it's beautiful, Las Vegas. man. It's, I'm a bright, like big city kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But here, here's what we got to do with Kansas City. We got to outscore them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to outscore them because they, they have just so many weapons. They can hurt you so many ways. And they got a confident quarterback, a mobile. He can be mobile. He can, he can stand in the pocket. Um, it's it's going to be a a, a true test. Mm-hmm. And and what one of my favorite ways of stopping a team like that is to not let them have the ball. So we're talking a, a heavy ground game, you mm-hmm. know. You know that's something that that disturbs me about the game is when you hear fans talking about the old the the, the new NFL when you when you run the ball all the time. It's it, there's nothing wrong with running the ball if you're winning, you know. Right, right, right. You know, it's like it's like, oh man, we're running, we're running well. I gotta we're throw a pass in much. here. We gotta, yeah, we gotta yeah, throw we a pass in much. there. Yeah, we gotta yeah, no, do it because it's, you know what? There's a commercial uh, NFL stats, and mm-hmm. and what the, what they meant to do. When they do it, they'll show a great play, and then they show the player look at the camera or the fan look at the camera and say, "Stat that." That means like, take note of this. Mm-hmm. And but the way I perceived it, it was beautiful because it's like 
you know, stat that. Like, you know, the touchdown was the important thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. the stat. So, you know, stat that, you know. So forget about statistics. Forget about the tendencies. Forget about the stuff that they're making up. Control the game. Control the ball. Keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, and you got a fighting chance. Oh, we don't want to fight chance. We want to win. Keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. You take the ball, and you score. Then we win. Mm-hmm. And and listen, let's see. Let's mix it up a little bit. Let's get let's get Patterson in there running the ball because I mean he 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 he's hungry and and he and he's doing great and 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 he's always you know makes uh, uh, makes a play when when he's in there and you know I, I like what we got with Antonio Gibson and 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 McKissick. Like let's give them a good healthy dose of some uh, of running of running the ball. You know, let's not get too pass happy over here. Let's run yeah. this ball. And, Let me and, disagree and by with the way, the Chiefs defense, the Chiefs defense is nothing to write home about. Yeah, yeah. One thing I disagree, I don't like uh, the running back by committee thing. I don't. Okay. I think okay. you got to have one alpha dog. You mm-hmm. got to have one man. If You may have if, uh, a change of pace on third down, uh, bring McKissick in because he'll give you – I'd rather have McKissick in on third down and give you a, a run option as mm-hmm. opposed to having – not knowing who's going to be in the game. I mean, because a lot of times a running back will use a certain play to to set a guy up. He sees how the defense reacts to him, and he knows what to do, how to cut the next play. And mm-hmm. I, I just don't like seeing guys run for five yards and looking at the sideline and see am I coming out or not. I think there's got to be like, hey, this is my game. I'm in this game until something, you know, until it's third down or I drop dead, you know. And, and I think that's, <laughs> that's part of that, that winning philosophy, right, that makes the whole team better. You want to play, get better than me. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Something about that, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Federal Football Portal, Federal News Network, 1500 a.m. the day after the games. uh, And then also uh, anytime you want to listen to us on demand uh, via your favorite podcast network. It's it's interesting because we – so, yeah, uh, it looked like the Cowboys turned the ball over in the red zone. uh, (laughs) Just a fumbled – like a a weird snap, and they're trying to – and Dak's trying to hand it off to Zeke. Zeke fumbles it. Um, They're pretty much dominating this first quarter, but they can't seem to – to put anything together to get rid of these giants. So we'll see how that works out. Now there's a commercial on for Halloween. Uh, uh, the new Michael Myers movie coming out on, uh, I guess it's called Halloween Kills coming out on October 15th. I can't wait to see it. I'm a big uh, Hall- I'm a big horror movie fan and yeah, yeah. of the classics, of the classics. And I love Halloween. That's my favorite one with Michael Myers. So I'm definitely my prediction. going to see that. Mm-hmm. My prediction. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to kill Michael Myers in this, uh, but it's going to be such a traumatic experience that one of these late, like Jamie Lee Curtis is his sister, I believe. And mm-hmm. maybe, maybe they find out he has a daughter or something. Right. Anyway, <laughs> somebody's going to take over for him. I believe you'll have your first woman uh, psychopath in the horror movies coming out nice. of this movie. Nice. Because we have enough women psychopaths in real life. We need someone in, 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 in horror yeah. movies. We'll be back <laughs> United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and America's largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. USDSA assists city county, state, and federal law enforcement agencies through our many varied programs, including free safety equipment donations, free officer survival training, cash donations, and condolence letters to the family of law enforcement officers who perished in the line of duty. 
USDSA also offers college scholarships for the dependent children of law enforcement along with the Citizen Awareness Program and thank you cards to law enforcement. These are just some of the ways United States Deputy Sheriff's Association assists America's law enforcement and the citizens they serve. For more information about United States Deputy Sheriff's Association or to see how you can help, visit www.usdeputy.org. United States Deputy Sheriff's Association, taking training to the next level because lives are on the line. Hi, I'm Albert Pujols. And I'm Deidre Pujols. And we made it our mission to strike out slavery. Did you know that millions of people, many who are in vulnerable populations, are caught in this nightmare of violence, fraud, and coercion? And during a crisis like the pandemic, even more innocent people are at risk of falling victim to human trafficking. Sometimes we all take true freedom for granted. Freedom to live our life. The freedom to pursue our dreams. The freedom to watch and play baseball. But for far too many, basic freedom has been torn away, often violently and often targeting those most vulnerable among us. That's why we made it our mission to strike out slavery. And we're sending out an SOS, because freedom is worth fighting for. Join us. Join baseball fans. Join the fight against human trafficking. Go to strikeoutslavery.com. Battles aren't won solely on the field. That's a common misconception. Battles are won within. Over enemies of fear. Enemies of doubt. In that place where promises are kept. Promises to oneself. This is a physical training event. Promises to one's community. Healthy people move debris out of their house. Promises to one's country. In the heart of every Marine, you'll find a promise. A promise forever kept. A promise of Battles One. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change, and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code, and who enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Ladies, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There aren't any female psychopaths in real life. They only exist uh, in <laughs> in television and in movies. It's the Federal not Football yet, Report. He's Kevin. I'm Claude. But Kevin, you said you have the perfect female psychopath that could right. play you know, uh, a killer in a movie. Hey, man, you had uh, 
Uh, well, Jason and Freddie both had the mask, right? Jason had the hockey mask. You, mm-hmm. Did you know the mask that uh, that uh, Michael Myers wears in Halloween? That's a mask of Captain Kirk from Star Trek. No. Yes, yes. True fact. Look at it. Look at it closely. That's a that's a, a, a image of. of um, William Shatner, Captain Kirk from Star Trek. Huh. Okay. Yes, yes. But see, we have we need a uh, an identifying uh, characteristic for the female psychopath. So I'm gonna call her lashes. She has <laughs> <laughs> she has deadly. She got she went um, she freaked out because the uh, the 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 nail the the last uh, stylist whatever they call them technician. Mm-hmm. Gave her the wrong lashes. They curled down instead of up. <laughs> so she she honed them to a razor sharp edge. And when she bats her eyelashes, she'll slash people to death. <laughs> <laughs> so lashes, rated R. I, I yeah, love it. it. So you got to be careful. Watch out for the lashes. You got to be careful. Coming it's to a, lashes, man. Yeah, it's like. Coming to a glamorous hood near you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they bat the eyes and like they create a, a wind tunnel effect or Listen. something. It's just. It's so funny you mentioned that because three years ago, a friend of mine, you know, we go to these haunted houses all the time. And, yeah. uh, and three years ago, we were at a haunted house and she was so afraid. She gets, she, she, obviously, we all make our way out at some point. She makes her way out and she's, these big lashes are like just hanging down the side of her face. <laughs> she was so afraid and running and running into things that she hit her head and her eyelash, her fake eyelashes went down. Oh, man, that's, <laughs> that's horrific. That's yeah, horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, yeah, I don't know who was more scared. Us looking at her eyelashes on the out of her face or her when she ran into something and the eyelashes hit yeah. her face. <laughs> so Kevin, we, we heard last week about the Disney trip for the grandbaby. Uh, they're currently on this, this trip and you've had a few check-ins. How's it going? It, it, it seems to be going uh, wonderfully. The, 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 the highlights have been, well, uh, they had to have a COVID test before they left here. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to present a positive COVID test, right? Uh, when they came into the uh, the well, negative COVID test. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, positive <laughs> positive uh, facts. I mean, the, the results right. were positive for us, but the right. test was negative for COVID, right? <laughs> then they had to be t- tested again after you give these people your test results and they say, okay, you don't have COVID. We're going to test you again mm, now that you're here. Sure. Right, mm-hmm. right. So you know, you, they feel everybody feels very safe, and the only communication because you can't unless you get some outrageous cell phone uh, coverage thing. Uh, you can't communicate on the ship, but right. while they were in port, they were able to show me the the cabin which we had ordered a, a birthday greeting for her. Ooh. And like you said, when Disney does it, they go all out. It was awesome. <laughs> they had they had yeah. like, I mean they had chocolates for her. They had oh. pastries for her, and they had they had balloons. They had mm. a. a, 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 a a, birth, a Disney birthday sash for her so she can wear it around. And oh. Yeah, I don't know what the champagne when chocolate strawberries were doing in there, but <laughs> that was an yeah. add-on. That was yeah, a parent, that must a been, she must have got that. Yeah, parental yeah that was an add-on. <laughs> yes, yes, or something. But yeah, yeah, that was there. And the only other communication I had, they were at the Disney Island, so they were. They were you heard the as they were. Um, uh, Disney had a private island where you can get off and go to the beach a little while in the Caribbean. Yeah. But the only other thing was they had a thing called the Bippity Boppity Boutique where mm-hmm. they give you uh, the the guys get the superhero makeover and and the um, and the girls get the the princess makeover. So nice. she did. I got one picture, but she did the uh, 
the Jasmine makeover. And then from head to toe with the slippers, the pants, the outfit, oh. uh, the scepter, the crown, the makeup. They mm -hmm. did it. And the girl was so happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she was just so oh, happy. Man. So, yeah, I, I, I can see <laughs> I can see where Disney I can see that that Disney would, would, would go all out like that. And I can see it costing a pretty penny. Mm -hmm. you know, but mm -hmm. but no, um, no expense was paid. Yeah. No expense to pay. No expense was uh what's the word I'm looking for? Um uh, you know, money was well, no object. Every expense was paid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they pulled out all the stops. They pulled out all the stops. Well, Disney, that's what they do, man. They're the best they're, 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 they're the best at it. Um so yeah, so the Washington football team, two and three. Uh he, so I said a few weeks ago, and, and, and we'll get ready to, to end uh pretty quickly here in this segment, but I said a few weeks ago it wasn't time to panic because looking at the at the team after the first three games, I figured they'd be one and two. After the first four games, they'd be two and two. After after the first five, seeing the Saints, because I didn't know what the Jameis Winston Saints would be, you know, post Drew Brees. Um, I figured it could be either way uh, with all the injuries and just the way that they've been up and down. I felt like the team, like the Washington football team would win this one. I thought they'd be three and two. Not two. So they're a little behind schedule as far as I'm concerned. Not saying it's time to panic, but we'll see what we feel like after the next few games. I want to pull up the schedule here because I, I had it up. Um, but it's not time. It's not time to panic just yet. At least not in my book. I'm, I'm still trying to talk people off the off the uh, uh, ledge. Let's see. So you've got the the, the Chiefs, uh, Packers, Broncos, Bucks. Okay. So uh, with the bye week after the Broncos before the Bucks come to town. So 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 that's Chiefs, Packers, Broncos, Bucks. Let's see how we feel going into the bye after Chiefs, Packers, Broncos. You got to win one of those three. I mean, you can't go two and six. I hope you, you don't. Have, I hope you don't have to win it by a field goal because Dustin Hopkins is Dustin Hopkins is checked out. I was, he was on the on the bench talking to himself as they wouldn't let him attempt fifty three yard field goal. He must be going. He, I, I, I assure you, as, when they get back home today, he's packing his suitcases. I'm not saying they're going to cut him. I'm saying he's okay. going. He's just going to pack just in case. He's checked yeah. out. He's checked out. Right. You know. So how are you feeling with those three coming up before the bye? Where's your assessment of the team? I, I think that something has to change, and it has to change from a philosophical standpoint. We can't stand pat anymore. We have to make things happen, and we have to – uh, simplify it, get back to basics, basic running game, basic passing game. Uh, we got to slow this game down uh, because we can't get, afford to get into a shootout with any of these teams. I mean, and we can't take anybody lightly. Mm -hmm. um, right. We can't, right. you know, we can't, you know, cause you know, who knows if they took the Saints lightly or not or Jameis Winston uh, lightly, but we, we cannot afford to take anybody lightly. This team mm -hmm. cannot afford to do it because they're not playing that well. You know, right. They don't have that luxury yeah. right now. They got to play like they're always an underdog and scrapping for every bit of land they got. Because if they don't, this is going to be longer than 17 games. But, mm -hmm. but you know, hey, uh, 14 and 3 is a real possibility here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. It's the Federal Football Report, uh, 1500 AM Federalist Network, the day after the game, and 24-7 uh, anywhere where you get your fine podcast. Looks like CeeDee Lamb just caught a touchdown for the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, it's the Federal Football Report. We can't get one of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just go in deep and see what happens, right? It's the Federal Football Report. We'll catch up with you guys next week. Or one of us will. I will. And we'll see what we can do with Kevin.